0: We wonder why, why am I not getting the success I want? Why am I not getting the body I want? Why am I not have the business I want? The money I want, the et cetera, because of the unconscious stuff, the subconscious stuff. So auto-suggestion is the medium, the tool would be another word, for influencing the subconscious mind. Auto-suggestion. Now you got to keep in mind, 20-year study, and then the rest of Napoleon Hill's life was dedicated to this work, teaching this stuff. He dedicated his entire adult life to studying and teaching this so people would understand it so they could win in their lives. The medium for influencing the subconscious mind is auto-suggestion. Well, hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending where you are and when you're listening. Welcome back to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle, and I'm very excited to have you with us today. Looking forward to sharing this episode. This episode that I'm going to be talking about is some Think and Grow Rich. And I just spent the last 30 days studying a chapter in here that I'll be talking about. But before we do, I just want to say one of the things I'm having lots of fun with, as I've mentioned, is reading all the comments and the DMs and everything. And it's been amazing. I want to share with you. Thank you for the reviews, by the way. These are from Apple. And if you're new to the show, please give us a subscribe. We'd love to have a review from you. If you can, it does make a difference, even if it's a few words, but I want to share with you two we've got here. This was from uh, a couple months back, actually, but I I really appreciate this is from Raphael Rod 613. Thank you, Raphael, for this one, by the way. So the title of his review is nothing short of greatness. So you're making me feel great, man. (laughs) Uh, But here's what Raphael has to say. These days, it's hard to manage our time as everyone is competing to get the attention of our eyes and ears. When I first heard about the Pursuit podcast, I didn't give it much thought. However, after giving it a fair shot and listen to its content, I'm blown away. Raphael, thank you for the wonderful review. I've got another one here from a new friend of mine, Tim Rella. Tim, thanks so much for this, man. Title is Inspiring Content. I just discovered this podcast and I'm hooked. Excellent topics with inspiring guests. Look forward to more. Thank you both for those wonderful reviews and all of you listening. If you haven't, please do us a favor, go give us one. They do make a difference. They help reach the show to so many more people. All right, let's get into the episode. So today, Today, I'm going to be talking about, those of you watching on video, you'll see it, but I'm holding up my copy of Thinking Grow Rich. I have heard for years and years and years the power of study. And study is very different than reading. You know, you can read and you read with your eyes, but when you study, you study with your mind. You're internalizing it. So... Um, I made a decision about, well, I know it was a month ago because yesterday was day 30. I was on a phone call or a Zoom with my friend, Josh, and we were t- reading a little bit of Think and Grow Rich. And we said, hey, why don't we read this chapter, chapter number four, auto-suggestion for 30 days straight, the exact same chapter over and over. And I've never done that before. I've re- read books multiple times, come back to them. Uh, matter of fact, Think and Grow Rich was the very first personal development book I ever read. December two thousand and seven started my journey and love and passion for personal growth, and inspired me in ways that you know nothing ever had in terms of a book. But making this decision to start on the thirty day study plan, the same stuff, and you might ask yourself, why would I keep reading the same chapter? I've already read it; I know it. There's a very big difference between logically knowing and emotionally understanding. Logically knowing, everybody logically knows how to be healthy, in good shape the information's abundant, it's not really a secret, yet the emotional understanding would prove that very few people actually know it. Because the way we prove that we know something is we live it. Same thing with making money, same thing with saving money, You know, becoming wealthy, they're relatively simple things to do. However, a good marriage, all of it. And there's lots of information on all these things. But there's a big difference between logically knowing and emotionally understanding. Emotionally understanding is we're now living it. So I had spent years doing this stuff and, and I could recite to you quite a bit of stuff. I could recite information and, and it's helped me, you know, build a, a pretty decent life. However, I gotta tell you, this last 30 days has been transformational. And what I want to share with you is some of the major insights that have happened for me over the last 30 days with this. Um, If you haven't read Think and Grow Rich, make sure you go get a copy of Think and Grow Rich. You've got to read it. It was written in the 1930s by Napoleon Hill. And a little bit of history on Napoleon Hill, he spent a 20-year study. So he was a journalist, a young journalist, got connected with Andrew Carnegie at that point in time, the wealthiest person in the world. And Andrew Carnegie gave him a task, said, listen, I want to come up, I want you to come up with a philosophy of success. I'll teach you what I know. I will make the connections with you with the 500 most wealthy, successful, and powerful people in the world. It's gonna take you about 20 years of study. I'm not gonna pay you for it, but what you will learn will be far more than anything I could pay you. And and I want you to come up with the philosophy of success. And so Napoleon Hill did do that. He accepted the challenge. And what he ended up doing was he spent the next 20 years studying this stuff. And he came out with The Laws of Success, which is a book about this big, a very large book. And, and then about a decade later, he turned condensed the laws of his success into Think and Grow Rich. And most of you are probably familiar with Think and Grow Rich. I, I think it's probably the most famous personal development book. I mean, almost every other book on goal setting or mindset would in some basis come from Think and Grow Rich. And so there's a lot of good in the book. But we're going to focus on chapter number four, auto-suggestion. And I'm going to share with you different excerpts from the book and then talk a bit about them with you as well. And I think you'll find a lot of value in this. So chapter four, auto-suggestion, the medium for influencing the subconscious mind. And if we pause right there, that little headline alone, the medium for influencing the subconscious mind, You know, as as we're going to continue on here, you'll notice that one of the biggest things Napoleon Hill taught was your power comes from being able to influence your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind, he didn't explain this back then, but what we know today, your subconscious mind controls 95% of your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, your actions. And we know action produces results. So your life is a product of your thoughts, feelings, and actions. That's what your life's a product of. And ninety-five percent of it's subconscious, below the level of consciousness, below the level of awareness. You're doing it without thinking. You're doing it without conscious thought. So results you're producing in your life are automatic; they're on autopilot. So we wonder why? Why am I not getting the success I want? Why am I not getting the body I want? Why am I not have the business I want? The money I want? The etc. Because of the unconscious stuff, the subconscious stuff. So auto suggestion is the medium, the tool would be another word, for influencing the subconscious mind, auto-suggestion. Now, you got to keep in mind, 20-year study, and then the rest of Napoleon Hill's life was dedicated to this work, teaching this stuff. He dedicated his entire adult life to studying and teaching this so people would understand it, so they could win in their lives. The medium for influencing the subconscious mind is auto-suggestion. Well, we better learn what auto-suggestion is and how to use it. Fortunately, the book's been written. The chapter's already there. You don't need to look any further. Go get the book, but I'll share it with you. I'm only going to read parts of it with you and parts that made a massive impression on me. The second paragraph, here's what it says Through the dominating thoughts which one permits to remain in the conscious mind, whether these thoughts be negative or positive is immaterial. The principle of auto suggestion voluntarily reaches the subconscious mind and influences it with these thoughts. So let's break that down. Through the dominating thoughts which one permits, to remain in the conscious mind. In other words, what are you allowing to remain in your conscious mind, being that you're aware of it? So what are the thoughts that you are aware you're thinking? What are the thoughts you're entertaining? The dominating thoughts, which one permits to remain in the conscious mind. So what are we allowing to stay in our conscious mind? What are we thinking about on a continual basis, the dominating thoughts? Whether these thoughts are negative or positive is immaterial. Whether you're thinking good ones, bad ones, negative ones, positive ones, empowering ones, disempowering ones does not matter. Through the dominating thoughts, which one permits to remain in the conscious mind, permits means allows. You have the choice, what you're choosing to focus on. The principle of auto-suggestion voluntarily reaches the subconscious mind and influences it with these thoughts. Voluntarily. So automatically, the principle of auto-suggestion is at play from our dominant thoughts. Automatically, whether you like it or not, it's going in there. It's It's planting in your subconscious mind. It's programming. Napoleon Hill did not use the word programming. He used the word influencing, but it's the same thing. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind without the aid of the principle of auto-suggestion. So in other words, without thinking about this repetitiously, it cannot enter your subconscious mind. Negative or positive, doesn't matter. But if you keep toiling over the same thoughts, you keep turning over and over the same things, you're thinking about things going on in your life that you'd rather not have, you're thinking about problems, you're rehearsing getting fired at your job or your business not working the way you want to or what if things fall apart or what if this or what if that or what if that or you're listening to the news or you're COVID, COVID, COVID or whatever it might be. Negative or positive, they're influencing the subconscious mind. Nature has built man that he has absolute control over the material which reaches his subconscious mind although this is not meant to be construed as a statement that man always exercises the control. And isn't that true? So we have the gift of being able to decide what are we going to allow into our subconscious mind by choosing what thoughts that what dominating thoughts will we permit in our conscious mind. We have the choice. We may not be exercising it, but we do have the choice. Here's the next part. I love this part. Recall what has been said about the subconscious mind resembling a fertile garden spot in which weeds will grow in abundance if the seeds of a more desirable crops are not sown therein. Recall, recall what has been said about the subconscious mind resembling a fertile garden spot in which weeds will grow in abundance if the seeds of more desirable crops are not sown therein. So in other words, if we're not choosing our goals. If we're not choosing our vision, if we're not choosing the life that we want and thinking about this regularly, weeds will grow in abundance. And what are weeds? Metaphorically, weeds are the things you don't want in your life. So weeds will grow in abundance if the seeds of more desirable crops are not sown therein. So if we don't purposely, intentionally, and consciously select the very things that we want to experience in our life, if we're not selecting the thoughts we want to have, the ideas that we want in our life, then weeds will grow in abundance. And I think this is evidence in the mass amount of people in lives. My life was a mess before I started to get into this stuff. And even for a couple of years after that, it took me time to really take control of the subconscious. But weeds grow in abundance. And most people, weeds are struggle. Weeds are not enough. Weeds are just maybe just getting by. Weeds are start and stop. Weeds are all these things. They grow in abundance. If seeds are more desirable crops are not sowing, they in. Now, if you're familiar with Napoleon Hill's work, the premise of, I think, the whole exercise in doing this to, you know, to, to take his work is, is real simple. And here's what it is. Once you have your desire written down, read aloud twice daily the written statement of your desire for your goal. He says money, but you can use it for any goal. And then the next part is super important, to see and feel yourself already in possession of the money. I know we've talked about that on previous episodes. Matter of fact, if you go to the very first episode that I did on clarity, I talk about that power of see, feel, and believe. Go back and listen to that. But here's some other things that he says later in the chapter. Remember, therefore, when a reading aloud the statement of your desire through which you're endeavoring to develop a money consciousness, this part's so important right here, that the mere reading of the words is of no consequence. The mere reading of the words is of no consequence. In other words, Maybe you've done goals before. You've written affirmations. You've written a vision letter. You've done these things, but you're just reading the words. The words are of no consequence unless you mix emotion or feeling with your words. If you repeat day by day, uh, pardon me, if you repeat a million times the famous Emile Ku formula, day by day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. Without mixing emotion and faith with your words, you will experience no desirable results. Your subconscious mind recognizes and acts only upon thought thoughts which have been well mixed with emotion or feeling. This is so important, everybody. So for years, I'd had goals. And I would read them. And I can't tell you how many times it felt like wallpaper sometimes where I was just reading them, reading them, reading them, but not with emotion, not with feeling. And if you do not mix emotion or feeling, you are doing nothing to penetrate the subconscious mind, nothing to get in to your subconscious mind. And keep in mind, your subconscious mind controls 95% thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and actions, which is producing the results you have in your life today. You will experience no desirable results. This is a fact of such importance to warrant repetition in practically every chapter because the lack of understanding of this is the main reason the majority of people who try to apply the principle of auto-suggestion get no desirable results. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. I'm going to read that to you again. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. Now, listen to this. You will get no appreciable results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words, which have been well emotionalized with belief. So in other words, you won't see any changes until you start to add feeling, emotion into these words. So if you're just reading the words with no feeling, no emotion, you're not making any impression on your subconscious, but the more emotion you can include, the more the impression you're making on your subconscious. Dr. Joe Dispenza says, thoughts are the language of the brain, feeling are the language of the body. And by the way, the body is the unconscious mind, just so you know. So we want to influence the unconscious mind. So thoughts alone is not the answer. I used to say that, man, you know, uh, whatever you think about, you bring about to think is to create and thoughts become things. And, and there's that's only part of the formula. Thought without mixed with emotion will not. It must be mixed with feeling or emotion. Now, keep in mind, whether these are negative or positive is immaterial. It does not matter. So let's talk about things maybe you're doing or things we do at times that are imprinting our subconscious with the very thing we don't want. Worry. What's that? Emotion. Feeling. Worry is faith in something that you don't want. That's what fear is too. Doubt, guilt, shame, anger, etc., If you keep rehearsing thoughts combined with any of these low-level emotions, all you're doing is you're planting this into the garden, the fertile garden of your subconscious mind. And when you plant that in there, you can expect, if you keep doing it with repetition, that you can expect that you will harvest what you planted. You will reap what you sow. The subconscious mind is the answer to all your problems. It's the solution. But we got to take control of it. We got to take control of the program. We got to take control. We have to influence it with the right thoughts. The ability to reach and influence your subconscious mind has its price and you must pay that price. You can't cheat it even if you desire to do so. The price of ability to influence your subconscious mind is everlasting persistence in applying the principles described here. There's another great line in here that it says it will work for one person as effectively as it will work for another. So, The secret that Napoleon Hill dedicated his entire life to, the secret, he dedicated his entire life to teaching this stuff, works for anyone and everyone. You just have to be willing to apply it with repetition and persistence until the new idea takes hold in your consciousness. Let's move on. He talks about giving suggestions on how you can apply this concentration. Hold your thoughts on the amount of money or the goal that you have by concentration of or fixation of attention with your eyes closed, visualizing, until you can actually see the physical appearance of your goal or money, if that's what your focus is. Do this at least once each day. So here he was almost 100 years ago, 90 years ago, teaching us that it's really simple. Spend a little bit of time visualizing every day, which I, you know, how many teachers teach that in the personal development space? Many. But if we're not applying this, it doesn't matter how many times you hear it. Without application, you can't transform your life. Wisdom is the gaining of wise knowledge, or pardon me, the gaining of knowledge, but then applying it. That's what wisdom is. We have to be able to apply the knowledge we're learning. You could recite it over and over word for word, but that doesn't mean anything if we're not applying it. Go back to Napoleon Hill. Here is a most significant fact. The subconscious mind takes any orders, given it in a spirit of absolute faith, and acts upon those orders, although the orders often have to be presented over and over again through repetition before they're interpreted, By the subconscious mind so you get excited about your goals you get excited about a new vision you get excited about a new future you want to create and you start to do this you're starting to read it morning and night you're visualizing a little bit before you go to sleep maybe a bit in the morning in the middle of the day you're spending some time doing this and you're excited for the first week maybe first two weeks but then you start to drift because the old you is trying to pull you back to who you were the old you doesn't want you to change it wants you to stay stuck because the brain is only geared for safety and survival. However, we can use it for phenomenal stuff, but it's geared for safety and survival. That's what it craves. So it doesn't want you to change because change is equal to pain in our brain. So through repetition, it has to be presented over and over. We got to keep doing it. Persistence, everlasting persistence in repeating these ideas until they become reality. You will develop faith in doing this by the repetition of it. So you may not have faith in this right now. You may not have faith in your goals, or your vision right now. Or maybe you have hope, but not faith. But through the repetition of doing this, it becomes a belief. It becomes faith. You know, we said in previous episodes that belief is a repeated thought. Well, I think the truth is a belief is a repeated thought mixed with emotion. And the more emotion we can mix them is, the more we can imagine living life the way we want to be. We can see our future already done. You can imagine whatever it might be, the kind of trips that you're taking, the home that you're living, with, the business you have, the money you're earning, the good you're able to do in your community, the good you're able to do in your family, whatever it is that's important to you. And you vividly imagine as best as you can until it creates a feeling. This doesn't need to take a long time. This could be like 10 seconds, 30 seconds, but a little bit multiple times a day. It could be five minutes. It could be you sit down for a meditation. I mean, it's up to you. But visualizing this stuff, the more you do it, the more you're imprinting on your subconscious mind. Following the preceding statement, consider the possibility of playing a perfectly legitimate trick on your subconscious mind by making it believe because you believe it, you must have the amount of money you're visualizing or the goal. All right, I'm going to continue on. Here's something that's really important in the chapter. Begin at once to see yourself in possession of your goal, demanding and expecting. Meanwhile, your subconscious mind will hand over the plans or plans unique. I think one of the greatest obstacles for most people getting what they want is they start to think about what they want, and then we start to think of how how am I going to do this? Where's it going to come from? And what Napoleon Hill is telling us here is you don't need to worry about the how. Your subconscious mind will turn everything over to you. The plans will be given to you, exactly what you're going to need. Listen to this next part. Be on the alert for these plans, and when they appear. Put them into action immediately. When this plan appears, they'll probably flash into your mind through the sixth sense in the form of inspiration. This inspiration may be considered a direct telegram or message from infinite intelligence. Treat it with respect and act upon it as soon as you receive it. That's what we call intuition. And we've all experienced this, these insights, these flashes. I should call this person. Go do this, do this, whatever it might be, and they flash. But I think most of our intuitions are underdeveloped. They never lead us astray, but they're underdeveloped. You, sometimes you might call it a gut feeling, a hunch, an instinct, something like that. That's intuition. And that comes to us through infinite intelligence, through source, through the universe, through God, whatever you want to call it. Or your subconscious mind. That's where it comes from. Inspiration. May, the inspiration may be considered a direct telegram or message from infinite intelligence, but you've got to act on it. You get a message to call somebody, call that person, call that person. All right, let's continue on. He then goes through a little bit of a framework, which I'm not going to read to you. Um, You can read it in the book, but the summary of instructions, where you're going to go in, he's got some different steps, how you might write out your goal. And there's different ways to write out your goals. This is not the only way. But there is some good stuff here that he says, is uh, go into some quiet spot, preferably in bed at night, where you'll not be disturbed or interrupted. Close your eyes and repeat aloud, so you may hear your own words, the written statement of the amount of money or your goal you intend to accumulate the time limit for its accumulation, and a description of the service or merchandise you intend to give in return for the money. Here's the most important part in this. As you carry out these instructions, see yourself already in possession of your goal. You have to see it in your mind. Bob Proctor has a great quote. If you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. And this is the truth. But if you only see it once, it ain't going to happen. Everlasting persistence is what we're talking about. And then Napoleon Hill goes on. He gives you some more instructions, which I'm going to skip. But he says, repeat this program night and morning until you can see in your imagination the money or the goal you intend to accumulate. So you keep doing it until you can see it. You just keep doing it. You just keep doing it and you keep doing it. And even if you're nothing showing up, it seems like it's not happening. You've got to keep doing it. Remember, as you carry out these instructions, you are applying the principle of auto-suggestion for the purpose of giving orders to your subconscious mind. Remember, also, your subconscious mind will act only upon instructions which are emotionalized and handed over to it with feeling. It's only going to act on ones that you turn over with feeling. I'm skipping ahead. I love this line. The time will soon come, if you do as you've been instructed, in spirit as well as act, when a whole new universe of power will unfold to you. I want you to think about that when a whole new universe of power will unfold to you. We're now getting to the part that's made the biggest impact in my life the last 30 days studying this. I was, uh, like I said, I think I've read probably eight or nine times, maybe 10. I'm not sure. Um, And I was on day four or five of reading this exact same chapter and something jumped out at me that I'd never even seen before. Even though I'd read it, I had never saw it. And here's what it is. Man may become the master of himself and his environment because he has the power to influence his own subconscious mind and through it gain the cooperation of infinite intelligence. Man may become the master of himself and of his environment because he has the power to influence his own subconscious mind and through it gain the cooperation of infinite intelligence. So what's he saying? I think what he's saying is this. You can become the master of yourself and your environment. So in other words, you can become the master of your life because you have the power to reprogram your subconscious mind and through it gain the cooperation of infinite intelligence or gain the cooperation of the universe or gain the cooperation of God, of source energy. What you call it doesn't matter. He calls it infinite intelligence. I like that name. I think it's a great one. But you call it whatever suits you. But you can get anything and everything you want because you have the ability to reprogram your subconscious and gain the cooperation of source. You can get anything and everything you want because you have the ability to reprogram your subconscious and gain, universal, and gain the cooperation of a universal power. And it will do the work through you. That's the beauty of this stuff. Once you get this reprogrammed, all the right people, events, books, circumstances, ideas, everything will come to you. Everything will be shown. You got to act on it, but everything will come to you. Because there's a power behind the scenes working for you and through you, conspiring for your good. The universe is conspiring for you to win. But we got to take control of the program because the programming directs what the power goes. So if you're programmed for lack, the power doesn't judge whether this is good or bad. It doesn't say, you know what? Hey, you shouldn't want lack. You should want abundance. Instead, it just says, okay, this is what you're programmed for. This is what I'll give you. I'll give you more of that. It's what's in your subconscious mind that matters. Because that's 95% of your thoughts, feelings, behaviors which is producing almost all your results habitually. If you want the power to flow through you differently, if you want it to help create different things in your life, you must, you must, you must update your program. And if you're wondering, what's my programming set for? You don't need to look very far. Just look at results. Results are sometimes harsh, but they never lie. They always tell the true story. We are where we are in our life because of our programming. Your programming is not your fault why you're programmed the way that you are. You know, When you were a kid, you didn't have a choice. You were programmed the way that you are. But it is our responsibility to change it from here on in. You may become the master of yourself and your environment because you have the power to influence your own subconscious mind and through it gain the cooperation of infinite intelligence. You're now reading the chapter which represents the keystone to the arch of this philosophy. The instructions contained in this chapter must be understood and applied with persistence if you are to succeed in transmuting desire into reality. Listen to this next part. Keep in mind, Napoleon Hill dedicated his entire life to teaching this, his entire life. Studied the 500 wealthiest, most successful, powerful people in the world. Come up with this philosophy for 20 years and then spent his entire life teaching this stuff to help us, to help us have a better life. And Napoleon has been gone for a long time. But he's made an impact on millions and millions and millions and continues to. And hopefully, even through this, through today's episode, he's making an even greater impact. The actual performance of transmitting desire into reality. He says money, but I'm going to use reality. The actual performance of transmitting desire into reality involves the use of auto-suggestion as an agency by which one may reach and influence the subconscious mind. The other principles are simply tools with which to apply autosuggestion. So here's Napoleon Hill, his entire life's work. He spent all these years to teach people, hey, use this, use this. The only thing that matters is auto-suggestion. That's what he's saying to us. The actual performance of transmitting desire into reality involves the use of autosuggestion as an agency by which one may reach and influence the subconscious mind. The other principles are simply tools with which to apply auto-suggestion. Everything else he taught, is just to get you to use auto-suggestion to reprogram your subconscious. The actual performance of taking an idea, a goal, a vision, transmitting desire into reality, take it from your mind to reality, involves the use of auto-suggestion as an agency by which one may reach and influence the subconscious mind, to reprogram your subconscious mind, to reprogram your subconscious mind. That's what this is all about. He talks about reading the chapter every day, aloud for 30 days, and then keep doing it until you understand this. It will accomplish for you all that has been claimed for. Follow this foregoing instruction to the letter, and it will open the, uh, me, it will open the way for a complete understanding to, and mastery of the principles of success. Thank you, Napoleon Hill. I know you're not with us here anymore in the physical body, but I know you are in spirit. You're making a difference, man. How about that? So I want to challenge you. I'm sure for many of you, this is not the first time hearing about this book or not the first time you're hearing about these kind of ideas even if you're not familiar with the book if you've been listening to this podcast for a while we've had many great guests on talk about similar stuff i know i've been talking about since the very first episode of the show if you're new to the show go back right from the beginning listen to some of those because we use some great tangible tips on this stuff this is the stuff that changes your life this is the stuff that can help you go from wherever you are to wherever you want to be you got to take control your programming yes, you're going to take some new actions. Yes, you're going to start doing things in a different way. That's obvious. But everybody knows that if I want to get in better shape, obviously, I'm going to, to start doing some exercise some physical activity. I'm going to have to make some changes in my diet. There's no doubt. But we already know that. So the question is, why am I not doing more of what I know? If I want to grow my business, I've got to make more phone calls, prospect more people, get on more meetings or whatever kind of business you're in. You got to sell more stuff, whatever kind of product or service you're in. You got to recruit more people if you're in the recruiting business or whatever it is. Or you know what you need to do to advance your career, some studies, knowledge. Why don't we do more of what we know? Everyone knows what we need to do. And if you don't, the information is so readily available, you can find out like that. So why don't we do more of what we know? Simple. It's how you're programmed. It's how we're programmed. We're programmed for what we have. And if what we have is not a life of prosperity, abundance, and good health, and great relationships, and great you know, family life, et cetera, spiritual life, then the programming is at fault. You're not at fault, but the programming is at fault. And now you know. Now you have the opportunity to do something about this. You can go and change it. So my closing remarks to you are, if you don't have the book, get a copy of the book. If you got the book, go read this chapter. And maybe if you're like me, you're a little bit crazy. And you might read it for 30 days and study it and deepen your understanding of the things that really matter, deepen your understanding of how to really change your life. I'm so excited to share with you. I've been applying this, obviously. I'm not just reading, it, I'm applying it. And I'm excited to be sharing with you in six months, and a year, and two years, and three years, and five years, all the changes that will be coming. There's a whole bunch of people, uh, teammates in, in ours, in our business, and, and friends of mine that are also starting to do the same. And I can't wait to be sharing a bunch of their stories. I believe that this episode, what we're talking about today is is the real secret. If success had a secret, this is it. If wealth and abundance had a secret, this is it. If mastering your health had a secret, this is it. If having the best relationship you've ever imagined had a secret, this is it. It's all in deciding what you want. Create a picture of how that's going to look. Keep imagining it morning and night. Write it down as if it's already all happened see it and feel it and believe it in your mind and keep repeating it with everlasting persistence. One day your subconscious is going to grab a hold of this and then gain the cooperation of infinite intelligence and everything will happen through you and for you. Amazing. You know, I believe a lot in, in spirit and universal law and energy. And I don't think it's an accident you're here listening to this episode today. If you stayed all the way to the end, something's resonated with you. There's a reason why you're doing this. There's a reason why you're tuned into this stuff. And, and I think that Napoleon Hill, with all the work that he did, he was trying to get us to understand this concept. It's relatively simple, but it takes repetition because it's not how we're programmed. And we got to change our programming. But if we change our programming, our entire life will change. You can have anything and everything you've ever wanted. By taking control of your programming takes time takes effort takes work if you want a tool on how to apply it go back to episode number one go listen to episode number one and apply the tool i promise you it works i've used it multiple times in my life i'm using it again right now and i know this stuff works thank you again for listening thanks for being with us it means a lot keep listening keep sharing this hey tag me on social media as you're sharing this please let me know out of all these lessons we talked about, which of these resonated the most with you? Which of this made the greatest impact for you that you thought, man, wow, what, what an idea? Or I get it now. I would love to hear it. If you start studying this stuff, share it with me. I love hearing from all of you. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you all soon. Bye, everybody.